So today is the seventh day of Odr. The seventh day of Odr. What? Yeah. The seventh day of Odr is both. Is the yard site of Moshe Rabbeinu, and it's also the birthday of Moshe Rabbeinu. How do we know that? There's no passing, there's no verse that states that clearly. But how do we know this? Because when you calculate, uh, and the, that's done already by the Gemara, and the Rashi brings it down, and the Chumash, and then it brings it down to the Novi. Um, when you calculate from when the time that the Jewish people were mourning for him, and then the spies were sending you, add it up with Yeshua, with the story over there, it figures out, and you count it back, it turns out that Moshe Rabbeinu died on the seventh day of Adar, that he passed away on the seventh day of Adar. And also, we know that on that day he was actually born also, because in the Pasuk it says, that it says that this day it was filled with the Pasuk Shtetotin. Ben Meir Ben Meir Ben Meir that I'm today 120 years, so it says exactly, he turned 120 at that particular day uh, on, on, on the seventh day of, of Adar. So we know that he was born and he passed away. It's also a tradition. Um, there's a group which is called the Hebra Kadisha. It's expanded to various different things. Hebra Kadisha means the holy group, the holy friendship, or the holy brotherhood, the holy whatever. Why is it called the Hebra Kadisha? That usually it was a reference to the, um, to the burial societies, the people that, bury the, uh, that they occupy themselves with uh, burying the dead. That's called a chesed shalemes. It's called like a, a true kindness because sometimes when you do a kindness with a living person, maybe you expect something in return. But if you do a kindness with somebody who is deceased, of course he can't pay you back. So it's called a chesed shalemes. And it's called, therefore, it's called, they call them the chavr, the chavra kadisha, they call them. There's, it's extended to the chavraya kadisha that was known as the group with the Alta Rebbe from the Maggid students, in other terms, the lotion of Chavrai Kadisha was already adapted to this, but the main Chavrai Kadisha was a name that was targeted for the, um, for the people that uh, uh, volunteered, basically, to uh, help with burying those who were passed away. Now, fortunately today, mostly it's organized, things are uh, in an organized way, but we have to also remember that in the olden days, this was a big problem. There was nobody to bury. There was a lot of people dying. There was a lot of sicknesses, a lot of illnesses. A lot of times there was wars. There were very difficult situations. And the mamish, this was like, and we talk a lot about in the Shulchan Aruch and the Pasuk and the Rashi brings down, there's a Mes Mitzvah. Mes Mitzvah means sometimes there's a Mes who nobody takes care of, somebody who's deceased. And there's just a body, a corpse out there. There's nobody to take care of it. So that becomes like a Mes Mitzvah. Fortunately now too, sometimes the family members don't value a Jewish burial or a meaningful burial, and they would just, you know, get rid of, fortunately, some choose to do cremation as the first option. So that would be also mace mitzvahs, to, to mitzvah for people to help out and try to convince them and, and do the burial for them. So, so what's the, so, so, what's the, so on this day, uh, on the seventh day of order, they have a fast day. Because, you know, when you're doing uh, uh, such a mitzvah, yes, and you're devoting yourself to it, but it's a very, um, uh, I guess, uh, we have to be very careful with this mitzvah because it's very important to give the right honor to the one who passed on, to give the proper honor. But you're handling the body and you're, 
uh, burying and all the, all the different details, the, the aspects that go into it, maybe you didn't handle it so right. So once a year, there's like a fast day to make for as an atonement, just in case if you missed something, you didn't do it the right way. And they chose to do it on the seventh day of Adar, which was the yard site of Moshe Rabbeinu. And the reason is why Moshe Rabbeinu, because you know, the Hebrew Kaddish are busy all, all days of the year. You never know when there is somebody passing on. But by Moshe Rabbeinu, it says that Moshe Rabbeinu, only Hashem himself was there, and Hashem buried him himself. There was no other people involved in Moshe Rabbeinu's burial. He said, Hashem told him, Alei, go up to the mountain, and he went up to the mountain, and then he expired and got himself, you know, it says, Amisus Nashikim, he gave him a kiss, and he sort of the divine kissed him, and that's how he expired. It actually says that. Nobody knows where Moshe Rabbeinu is buried. Nobody knows where Moshe Rabbeinu is buried. So, but the, the bottom line is, who is the one that took care of Moshe Rabbeinu? Uh, bearing it was Hashem. So that's the only time the Hebrew Kaddisha wasn't involved because Hashem took care of it. So they didn't need any human mix. So they chose the day of fasting uh, on Zion Oder. That's not actually the Chabad tradition. That's the most tradition in most places that the fast day so happens that uh, my father of blessed memory, whose yard site is today, was today, uh, he passed away on the seventh day of Oder. And Moshe Rabbeinu, who shares the yard site together with Moshe Rabbeinu. And when my father was in the hospital uh, in that year, um, and uh, we mentioned that's 14 years ago, um, and that, um, on that night, um, the people from the Hebra Kaddisha, they came to uh, move the body from the hospital to the, to the chapel, uh, and they were still fasting. And what meant a lot to us and was very significant was the fact, because my father was also part of the Hebra Kaddisha, notwithstanding the fact that even as his... He aged as he aged, that he became older, it was difficult. He never gave it up to the last day, as long as he could. He was always involved in the Hebrew Kaddisha. He always was there. And, you know, in his, his line, his, his, his tour of duty, he would always be there and, and do uh, with the Hebrew. You know, a lot of times you got to lift bodies and it's, it's heavy, this, that. It's not, a, not such an easy job and it's not such a uh, pleasant uh, kind of job, but it's necessary to do. So it was very significant the fact that they were still fasting, the people from the Hebra Kaddish, they came to take him, and they were still in the midst of this uh, Zion Oder on that day. And um, in most years, you know, Zion Oder comes out on um, the Parshish Tetzaveh. Uh, but this year, because we have a, a, a leap year, he passed away on a regular year, when there was only one Ador. So there is a discussion, you know, when to make the Yort site. Mostly, it seems like we do it in the first Ador. But to be sure, you do it in the second door as well. So there's no, I mean, no loss to, so you daven again for the Yom, you say Kaddish again. There's no, uh, no, no problem, give a little extra tzedakah again. So that's, that's, that's all good things. So it's, it doesn't hurt to be, uh, to be more stringent and do so. But most of the time, the Yortzite, on, on also this year when it was another Aleph, Yortzite comes out on the parsha of Tetzaveh, of the weekly portion of Tetzaveh. And one of the... Uh, significant things about the Tzaveh, which the Rebbe brings down, and we've discussed it many times, was that the Tzaveh is the only time where Moshe Rabbeinu's name is not mentioned. And because that's his yard site, so his name is not mentioned over there. That's what's brought down on this forum. The Rebbe brings it down. And the explanation is why his name not mentioned is because Moshe Rabbeinu said that his name should be erased because Moshe Rabbeinu really devoted himself for his people. And he, he didn't want, if Hashem wanted to destroy if Hashem wanted to destroy the people, they he says... Him what, what? They, they gave him enough hard time in the desert. He wanted to rest. Yeah. 
No, but Moshe Rabbeinu undertook all the all the all the, all the troubles that they brought. Him. But anyways, just to um, so what happened? What so therefore, it actually represents Moshe Rabbeinu's humility, his own self. He didn't care about himself, his own honor, his own greatness, or a being written in the Torah. You can imagine it, right? In the Torah for old generations. He says, no, I don't want any part of this if God is not going to give the Jewish people. So that was the level of sense of humility, sense of commitment, sense of, of devotion to the Jewish people. And in a similar vein, as this week's parsha begins with the words Vayikra, El Moshe, God calls to Moshe, which is also very significant. God calls to Moshe. And Rashi says Vayikra means a language of acceptance, dear, you know, someone who's very cherished by Hashem. So it says there is a little aleph over there. If you look in the Torah, it's an aleph ze'era. There's a small aleph over there, Vayikra. And the Rebbe brings it down already in Yom Yom and in other places. He explains that uh, it was the, the success of Moshe Rabbeinu was the little aleph, the fact that he, Shem called him because he was a little aleph, because he always uh, thought of himself not, he didn't boast about himself, he didn't brag, he didn't become haughty, he didn't become arrogant. He was always humble. That's the quality of Moshe Rabbeinu. As Rabbi explains, being humble doesn't mean that you don't know your qualities. All what it means is you don't take yourself a credit. It doesn't go to your head. You don't become a big shot. You don't become, uh, you know, uh, haughty because of that. But, um, and so I find this also always um, very um, telling as far as my father, may rest in peace, was. He was a very pleasant, a very humble man, and he was a, a good person, and he, um, uh, like I said, didn't have any uh, any enemies. So, because you know, he didn't get in anybody's way. He didn't. <laughs> he didn't. Uh, messed up with anybody. So he didn't have. Uh, he just did his thing, and he was he was good with everyone. So may his memory be to a blessing, and uh, may we quickly marry Tchis Hamesim, in which the Tzadikim and all the holy people will uh, get up and uh, be together, together with. Moshe Rabbeinu, together with all our Rebbes, together with our parents, and, uh, and all from all the generations, and we'll be together with Mashiach for eternal life and happiness with the building of the base of Middle